by the time you guys have listened to this, I would have done my private screening of my short film. Shout out and appreciative to Ty for coming through and introducing the film and also letting everyone know she's the president of the Redmond Hater Club. Mm, if you didn't already know. If you didn't already know. <laughs> but she came and supported. She came through and she introduced the film. She had a nice little introduction that I didn't actually hear, but people said it was nice. So I believe them. <laughs> So how did you know that I was the president of the Hater Club if, if he wasn't there? Someone told you that too? Somebody sent Snitches a clip. in the fucking audience. Because <laughs> <laughs> who told him, them to tell you? I uh, It was a clip. It was a video somebody okay, posted. And I was like, oh, okay. Did you see the cheer that I did with it? No, I didn't see the cheer. Oh, did did you do it for both screenings? No, I think that was just for the second one. Okay. So you didn't hear the cheer, but you heard the Thai hate. Hey, man, the hate yeah, gets like, through the grapevine like, faster than the love. For real. <laughs> real it really real does. Real. For real. Do you My see that? Gosh. It was quick, but it was it was it was beautiful, and um, I'm happy I did it. It did come with some struggles. There was a Santa Claus parade that day, outside, <laughs> which which was uh, I didn't think would impact that badly. So, but all the streets were closed. Oh, in that and way. so and for some reason I was like, oh, because I I told people there would be snacks, so I had to be honest and get the snacks. So I was like, oh, it's too much stuff. It'll be easy for me to just rent a car for a day. And then go down and drive and park. And then I go down, I drive, I park. First of all, where we were, um, the street is only one way right now because it's construction. I really am looking forward to see what Toronto looks like with no construction, but that probably won't happen in my lifetime. My son will be doing a podcast. (laughs) Honestly. But yeah, uh, both of you guys got to see the film. Mm -hmm. Ty saw it for the third time because you came to both screenings because mm-hmm. you introduced you stayed and watched and i appreciate that i didn't think you was going to do that or had to you could have came out and chilled me because i was by myself i just can't watch the film i don't know it's a creative I mean, thing everyone was just like every show they were just like so where's redmond i was like i don't know he don't want to see it <laughs> <laughs> did they ask yeah they did yeah they're like can't. where is he i said oh, who knows i can watch it but you guys got to see the film mm-hmm just and if you have some questions, I know it's fresher in one person's brain than the other. What did y'all think? Give me y'all like without spoilers, obviously, and without giving out stories or giving out details, plot details. What are y'all thoughts? I mean, I'll let you do it because last week I kind of said my piece. Oh, that's true. Okay. <clears throat> now that you've seen it, JC. Uh, Panda Blues by Redmond Chambers. It was really well done. Thank you. I thought the story was relatable. I thought it was very up to the time with uh, the type of relationship you were having, the parameters mm-hmm. that the relationship had. The opening scene was very relatable. <laughs> I think we've all been there in one form or the other. But overall, I think it was wonderful for your for your first effort. It was really high quality production. Thank you. Mm, and for yeah, for real, like like the, all all of the the effects. And all of the other things you did in post. I thought that was really cool. You did a really good job. Thank you. And you should really be willing to give it out to the public. Because for just a regular person like me, it was it was highly entertaining. Okay. Yeah, and that's what I said. I was like to him, like, everybody else, like, the criticisms and the judgment that, like, Redmond was putting on himself is from this, like, filmmaker standpoint. And just being the artist and it being your own art like you're just a bit more judgy but no one else is gonna judge it the way that he's judging it Mm -hmm. 
I really enjoyed it. I'm, I'm, it was good that you gave funny lines to other people because mm-hmm. Sam was hilarious in it. Yeah, people said that. We love. The, I, I really liked, enjoyed the relationship of the two black men. Mm-hmm. I appreciated you having your friend explain to the viewer what panda blues even mean. Mm, because okay. for the longest time, I had no idea what the correlation was, but it makes perfect sense now. Oh, great. Thank you. Do you well, I don't want to give it away, but no. I p- completely made that up. Well, obviously. To be fair, but. Mm-hmm. Well, not obviously, because you, you wrote it. So <laughs> but I also thought it made sense. I also th- thought that the title, there needed to be some explanation for why it's titled that. Right. And without the explanation, I just think, does I don't think it would have worked. Because without the explanation, I was trying to tie it into a bunch of other stuff where in the end it had nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to make sense of something. You're like, I don't know what I'm talking about. And I guess that's the great thing about art, though, right? It's like you want um, people to get their own conclusions. You know, it's funny. My boy said to me, because I got a question in the Q&A. He was there. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, you got that one question, bro. And I ain't no, no diss to this person. Who, I don't even remember who asked the question, to be honest with you. But then he was like, I don't really like that question. And I was like, what do you mean? Why? And the question was, somebody asked, what's the lesson you're trying to teach people? Or it was something along those lines. Mm. And he basically didn't like the question because for him, it's to be your interpretation of the art. You know what I'm saying? So the lesson is whatever you want it to be for you. Um, I get that, but... mm. Mm. I feel like we were raised in a time where most TV shows, movies had a moral to the story. Mm-hmm. So you would have a takeaway to the story. Like that's that's the kind of stuff I used to be raised on. That's the kind of stuff that I liked. So I got from that story was just like, was there a moral? Was there like, was there a, something you wanted people to get from the story? Like, I think most uh, movies have that. I, I think that it's so weird because you create something and then you just... I don't know if if I thought that deeply into the details. I think what I wanted to go, when I thought about it and when I was writing it, I was like, basically, men experience shit and I don't feel like it's ever talked about or portrayed. Well, that was the answer you gave her. So there was... Yeah, that was... Was that the answer I gave her? Or I don't actually... It was a her that asked. I didn't even remember who asked the question. But his his interpretation, which I, you know, I I respect that it, it was just he didn't like the question for his own reasons for interpreting. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I get it. But I also was like, I mean, it's not a bad question though either. And you know? we appreciate everybody who asks questions. Thank yeah. you very much. And um, forgive me because I promise you, I'm not trying to compare art. I'm just trying to bridge a point. Mm-hmm. Um, remember Atlanta? The I've never show- watched Atlanta. Okay. Well, in Atlanta, so often I feel that that art doesn't really have a meaning mm. to it. There's so many different little things that you can pull throughout, but there's no central theme to it. And I'm like, is that like a film style now? Like, So I, I get what you're saying, but mm-hmm. I feel like Atlanta is a different because that is like high... High art, high level. So you know, as in like high art. So like Mm -hmm. you watch it, and depending on like what you're smoking, right? (laughs) Or what you're drinking. Oh, that's what you meant, high art. Or what you're. I thought you meant better than what I created. No, 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 no. We're not comparing art. No, as in like you're on your high when you watch it. Like that's what Atlanta was to me. So then you'd watch something, and you would have this like 
weird takeaway from it. But if you watched it high or if you watched someone else, there's so many different meanings. Right. However, I do think that when Atlanta was created, I feel like those little like morals or different moments and messages are planted within them. Right. So that when you get high, like you can kind of get it right. so i don't think it wasn't like messageless right i feel like there was more messages in there That's and however you read it however you get it will be the story that you tell right like I, story that yeah you get. i get you know exactly what, I mean? what you say yeah i guess I, for like, me that's just cool. as, a, as an artist like i know people want that and that's the the draw sometimes but also sometimes i'm like it's art and i don't think art always has to have a quote unquote message or teaching to get no, it just to has to entertain. It just yeah, right. and there's or a lot enjoyment. of there's a lot of things that I've watched that are quality that I'm just like, uh, that was probably about nothing. I mean, Seinfeld is 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 known about to be the show about nothing, right? Yeah, that wasn't right. that funny to me. Yeah, you didn't think it was that funny. I wasn't a Seinfeld fan, but I see I see why people love it. It was it's, it was okay, funny, but it never caught me. But it wasn't that great. Yeah, yeah, it's like Frasier. No, I no. love Frasier. Frasier was funny to me. Yeah, yeah I no. thought well, Frasier was hilarious. I think I was more Seinfeld's of an in-living single. Or, uh, that yeah, don't that's, count. That's that what I'm saying. Also, art, I'm the, no, but what's the difference? <laughs> but what's the difference? This is what I'm saying. You know what? Yeah, let me tell of you something. Was let me tell you something, yeah? When people want to be talking about all of these things that are so funny, 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 because they're white. Right. And then when I say that I'm going to bring something that's black and I say that's funnier to me and everyone's like, oh no, but that's so small scale. Da, 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 da. Uh, living single is funnier than friends to me. I don't give a fuck. That's even I've never watched Friends to give a comparison. Okay. But people will love Friends down. So when you used to say stuff like that, they're like, oh my God, like how can you say that? Da, 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 da. Because you lot don't appreciate black art. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Black music, and you put it in a, yeah, people. and you put it into this not small little people. bucket of how big it can be and how funny it can be. And you compare it to these white people yeah. that have money and budgets and right other writers. Like, go away. But yeah, I think that there is um yeah, I guess there Shout is a message in a lot of stuff, even the stuff we've We've watched, like, obviously, they clone Tyrone had a deep message to it. Yes, very much. Um, you people had a message, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though it was fumbled in a delivery, but it had a message. But sometimes, I guess, as an as an artist, for me, when I'm watching art, I'm not always thinking about, oh, I took away from this. It was just like, sometimes I'm like, oh, that was interesting, and the art is cool. I like that angle. I like that shot. I like that, the music they use here. Like, so, I'm not usually thinking about, oh, I have to create some message that people will take away from it it's just i want to tell good st- i i don't think every story has to have a message it's just a story the the biggest compliment i want to give you is that thank you uh your characters i'm actually invested in them like when you left the cliffhanger at the end i'm like well hold on what's oh, oh, going oh, on oh, with this you, person you giving a plot details no 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 cliffhanger yeah, that's that's that's, a plot. that's just a cliffhanger. Is that a plot Everything happens. Most movies end with a cliffhanger. <laughs> but everything is a cliffhanger. Yeah, no? he never said that. Oh no, that was not. A that was not. A, you don't even. All know. right, go ahead. Go ahead. Cut that part. Okay. Do not cut that part. It doesn't make no difference. I don't want to disrespect his. his it doesn't his, make his a art. difference. A cliffhanger. Anything can be a cliffhanger. Fair. No, but did you no, jump no, off the sorry, building? Sorry, when I say I want to know more about those characters, that is not enough for me to re- be satisfied with what happened with these characters. There's so yeah, many questions to ask. Fair enough. Uh, okay, one thing I will say, and then we could definitely we'll move to mm-hmm. our actual episode. I will say that a lot of people the the biggest compliment was it left them with wanting more. Yes. You know, and I think that's a good thing when you create something and they're like, 
yo, that's it. I want more. Like, I, you know, I think that means like you've accomplished something. You right. entertained them enough that they wanted to be entertained more and more of the story told. Okay. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for listening to another episode of the ABCs of Black podcast. I am feeling good today. I I woke up this morning. I saw snow and I laid my ass back down. But <laughs> all right for some. <laughs> <laughs> but we are here. I am the A, Redmond. I'm Ty. I'm B. Also E for exhausted. I'm JC. I woke up this morning. I looked outside and saw the snow and got up like my house was on fire to get out because I knew if I ain't touched the 401 in the next 10 minutes, I was going to be late for work by 45 minutes. So, Jeez. yeah, I, I saw the snow and freaked out. But uh, you're not your black past. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That too, that too, that too. Yeah, I, had to, I brought out my thermals. It was a bit premature. It's very unnecessary. Thermals. But, like, I just thought about it. The way outside looked this morning, that it, it was premature, but it wasn't the wrong idea. Yeah, I just know that I, I thought it was going to be Armageddon out there. Yeah, but it, I just had to, like... I needed to bring them from the back because I'm going to need them soon. Right. But I didn't mm, need them today, right. to be fair. Nah, I right. saw white and that was enough for me to not... That was toasty all day. But it wasn't... Then it melted. I it melted so quickly. That's why I was like, this is premature. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So today is another episode of MLB. Matter of Black. MLB. 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 Sorry. That's that's going on the board. <laughs> we, got, we got four more spots. We should make another one. Hell yeah. That was fire. M-O-B, M-O-B, you know me, Yes! <laughs> We're going with yourself. I was not expecting that. That was funny. Layer it up. I was not expecting that. It is another M-O-B for y'all. M-O-B, M-O-B, M-O-B. Damn, it's contagious. M-O-B, M-O-B. That's what I'm saying. It's a vibe. Uh, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. And we are starting with JC. Uh, JC, what you want to talk to the people about today on this M-O-B? What's up, guys? So, obviously, you guys know that MOB is Matter of Black, and it's a subject where we talk about culturally relative things uh, that are happening r- uh, right here, right now. So, right. So, I want to start with a bit of a background. Deloitte, they're a financial consulting firm, and they recently put out some stats. And right now, Canadians are missing mortgage payments as credit card debt has now soared to. One hundred and thirteen billion dollars. Billion with a B. So this is a bit of a two-parter. My first question to you guys is: with credit cards soaring so high to the point where people are missing like real important things like rent and mortgage, like you know Maslow's hierarchy of needs, shelter. (laughs) Right, right, right. right, right. (laughs) With Christmas season approaching, it's very easy for us to. Say, hey, I'm going to do this for me, do this for this person, do this for that person, and rack up credit card debt. Yeah. What are your feelings about that, or what are your strategies to stay away from that? Do you know what's so funny? In the UK, they actually do, like, every council does a Christmas campaign that also says, don't forget to pay your rent. Like it's an actual really? Christmas campaign where they put posters up. Lambeth Borough, especially as I obviously, that's where what, I used to Say live. that word again? Lambeth. Lambeth what? Borough. Okay. 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 Um, where I used to live, they used to always have them up every December because obviously as well, the payday in the UK, you get paid once a month. You don't get paid every two weeks. Huh? Yeah. So you have everybody. Everybody. Uh, Like there's only a few people that get paid every two weeks. Most people get paid. No, not even. 
let me say 90% of people get paid monthly. So you have to budget monthly. But over Christmas, you get it just before Christmas, which means the, the pay gap between Christmas and mm-hmm. January is like a five, six weeks sometime before you get paid again. What? It is literally the worst time of the year that's when people go into debt that's when people don't pay their rent that's when Jeez. all of this stuff happens which is why they do these campaigns where they're like remember to pay your rent right wow. like don't buy too much presents that you don't pay your rent it's a, it's like a running thing that's crazy um so it's not a surprise people trying to keep up with the joneses people right. trying to you know afford their kids like a really good christmas time so people are just not paying their bills and some of the things that you would consider as like necessities over like needs or wants right, instead right, right. um but you know what yeah i probably ain't the right person to ask these types of questions because i say <laughs> yolo 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 yo. yolo do you know what i mean yeah, like mine, i spin it's mine. I spin it. It's mine. I spin it. Like I feel like as long as you are smart enough to know what you're gonna get, especially in, in Canada or in the US where you get paid every two weeks, mm-hmm. if you blow that first two weeks pay on the things that you need, knowing that you could pay your rent right at the end of the month, and then maybe you might be just a little <laughs> bit behind for the next couple of you know, just do what you can at this point. Mm-hmm. Like I don't mind, mm-hmm. but to be racking up anyone with more than anyone with more than seven K in debt to me is wilding. Mm. Yeah, I think that's, that's wild. Once you hit 10k, 10k, you are wild because mm. that's not easy to pay off. Like, no, unless you yeah. like, it's tricky. So yeah, so I feel like as long as you're under the 10k threshold, live your life, do what you can. But from when you start going over 10k, you need to just fix up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I don't. I the only debt I have, which is still debt, I get it, is student debt. Right. I don't oh, have yeah. credit card debt. Who believes in that? Who believes in what? Student debt. In the UK, that's not real debt. Yeah, I know it's not bad debt, yeah, quote unquote. In the UK. But, you but know, it's, it's, not, it's still tricky. It's, it's still debt, though. Yeah, you yeah. know, but it's not. Apparently, it's not supposed to negatively affect your credit so. score. Yeah. But um, so I do have loans I owe in the U.S. and in Canada, I don't have any debt, and I try not to spend more than twenty percent of my credit limit. Mm-hmm. These are some things that were taught to me. Mm-hmm. Don't spend more than twenty percent of your credit limit, and I pay off my credit card in full every month. Good. Yeah. Like I don't I don't I used to at first I used to do the uh minimum payment. Minimum or maybe a little bit above, you know what I mean? And Plus this, that, and the other. But I did watch this thing that was saying they because people give you and this is where the misinformation comes in still, because it still happens even today. As I remember people saying to me, Oh, don't pay off your credit card. That's not good. Just pay large amounts or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Mean okay, somebody I don't know, remember who's but this is stuff this that I've heard through the grapevine okay. as far as advice. Mm-hmm. And then I've heard other people say that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. If you can pay it off in full, pay it off in full. Yeah. You know, you just and don't cancel it. You don't cancel your credit cards. Uh I I I fair. I haven't canceled any credit cards. I've changed cards. That's one because thing. I've wanted like a different perk. A different perk. But I think I might change back actually. I just switched from a, a, a Avion points to to cashback, mm-hmm. but I think I missed the Avion points because mm-hmm. the Avion points helped me travel to London. Yeah, yeah, the better points. Cashback. Yeah. What's that? No, I mean I know what it is, but I'm just <laughs> like, who cares? Honestly, honestly, honestly a part trips. of me, it's it's a the issue that I had with the points card was that when I went and I booked my trip and all of this stuff, it was only showing me options that were more than what I had in points. Right. Right. And then I 
bought the trip, and after my points went down below the number, now it's showing me options that were available in the first place within that points I did have. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yo, and I just I got really upset, and I've had a lot of issues with utilizing the site and stuff like that. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna change my card because I sent them like a whole letter. Like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm very unhappy with the service. I don't right. get good service. The value doesn't seem to be there. Yada yada yada. But then I changed the cash back, and now I'm just like, I actually like the points better. Yeah, and sometimes you the should. The points just are more flexible. People. Like when you call, like if you're gonna book book a holiday, like you should just call. Air Canada or whatever, mm-hmm. and see what they can do over the phone. And sometimes it's better than when you're online. Absolutely. Yeah. The difficulty though with some of these credit cards, like with my points, was that you actually have to use their system to use the points. Do they have a phone in system? I think is what Ty was saying. They do have a phone, in, but you can't call like if it's through Air Canada, you can't call Air Canada. Honestly, I've had a lot of issues dealing with them Tell and me, the communication between like them and the merchant is just not really there mm. and it's not very good. But um, to answer the question you asked, that's that's what I do. I don't try to get my credit. I don't, because of the stuff I said on the last episode mm. where I was, you know, overdrafted and trying to get pizza to impress a gal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like being that close to like, ooh, I'm about to max out. Mm. Like, no, yeah. I like having the wiggle room and lots of wiggle room. Right. Mainly for like emergencies. Right. Yeah. Mainly because, okay, I have this credit card. It's not, I have to pay it back, but it's not immediately, it's not debiting cash from my pocket yeah. instantly. I can use it for something if I need to. If I need to fly, I don't know, to fucking Europe because of an emergency. This is a very, uh, out, you know, outrageous Example, but I'm just saying, mm-hmm. I can do that. Or if I had to make a large purchase for something I really need, right. I can do that. Right. So that's what I do. Mm-hmm. So I don't like my credit card to get that close. It makes me nervous. It's sure. almost like being broke. And it, as well, it should. Uh, just talking about your credit card, one little tip is if you are someone who is pretty responsible with credit, up your credit card limit because mm-hmm. it's better to owe $500 on a $10,000 limit than to owe $100 on a $500 limit. That's yeah. very true. Like, like some people have these low limits. Yeah. And it's like, you spent 300 bucks and now you're into the 80s yeah. of your of, of your cap on yeah. your credit cards. Like, don't do that to yourself. Don't play yourself. Yeah, my friend was saying that to me. It it limits your, it lowers your... Credit rating. Credit score. Not, not, not your score. If you up your limit, if you can, it lowers your um, risk factor or something like that. I can't remember exactly what the words were. Anyways, yeah, I can't remember. So. But yeah, if you're responsible Can with you your credit, up, up, up that thing. <laughs> Can you adopt me? <laughs> <laughs> you're so responsible. I mean, uh, this listen, is- <laughs> trial and error. Fall Fair. down, bump, bump, uh, bruise your knee, and get back up uh, learning. But I will say, I'm also with Tido. Mm-hmm. YOLO. Like, yeah, life no, is short. No. You don't know what's going to happen. If like, if you, you are, could, if you're under 10 <laughs> if you're, I mean, if this you're under 10K, K, I get this 100K or whatever, 10, 100 billion or whatever it is. Obviously, that's not regular people, mm-hmm. but if you can't pay back your mortgage and you're like that's 20, thing. 30K yeah. in debt, like mortgages, you're losing houses. Mind you, if it's just right, you get kicked out, go find a room somewhere else, whatever. But yeah. mortgage, losing oh. homes. Yeah. When you have children, don't risk. No. Yeah. yeah. No. Don't your, play your, games. your roof over your head is more important. Yeah, especially than when it comes it's to only kids. Only second to food. 
and water, like food, water, shelter. Like, do they offer? Some, what do you know? And I don't want to get too deep into this because okay. I know it. Yeah, because I just uh, got one little point. Yeah. Um, loan consolidation or mm-hmm. debt consolidation? Mm-hmm. Debt trust debt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm just not exactly sure how that even works. To be honest with you. Oh no. Well, consumer proposals. It's tricky. And it's tricky because if you're drowning in debt and and you honestly feel like you have no way out of it, there are options, government programs, private programs, where they'll put all your your, your loans into uh, one lump sum Mm -hmm. and then slowly you can pay off this, that thing. Uh, You could pay it off slowly, blah, blah, blah. But the problem is it has a devastating effect on your credit On your credit score, yeah. Your credit score is ravaged. And then you go back to things like not having credit cards that aren't prepaid. You can't go get a cell phone. I was going to say, you can't even get a phone out, bro. That's wild. Now, in this day and age, they're a little bit more lenient. But if you think you're going to be on some up-to-the-time iPhone shit, you're laughing. You're going to go get you that, that, you know, that 250 Android. You know what I mean? (laughs) That don't bother posting to Instagram because you're going to embarrass yourself. Those videos, your pictures look static. Right, right. buffering. Always. Filing for bankruptcy, it's not as easy as it sounds. But I know people who have done it. I know people who are on the other side of it and they're better off for it. But they'll be the first to tell you like, yo, it's like I'm 16 again. Yeah, it's an uphill battle to kind of get yourself back to where you are again. But a lot of people, they do learn from that. And they're like you were saying, that over 10 grand crowd, maybe not over 10 grand, but like 50, more than 60, that if right. you are yeah if you have right. to do debt consolidation and or you're filing for bankruptcy you are in like over 50k yeah. like you're in the yeah. going 100k yeah. Debt. yeah like you're you're you can't swim anymore there's nothing you can do about that no no yeah. you don't no one makes enough money so I, it just made me laugh because again there's just many of things that since i've been in canada that i'm hearing people say about canada but like when you're outside it you just think that oh look at this beautiful place with like nice trees and mooses you know it's the best pr in the world mind you they're out here skimming and scamming the last the last thing i'll say is a quick anecdote where i have let's say a niece and i bought her this really nice gift i thought it was like the most thoughtful most creative i'm like she's gonna rip this open oh uncle jc you're the best so i got her that and i dropped it off christmas morning and she tore it open and she was like oh i love it thank you and then she put it down and went to the ipad that her dad got for her (laughs) so that is my roundabout way of saying is i do not buy expensive gifts for other people's children simply because you cannot buy anything that will match up to what their parents give them so don't bother trying to give them anything that special I try to keep a strict budget of every young person on my list under the age of nine. I try to keep it to about 10 to $15 per gift. And funny enough, you go to Walmart, you go to uh, um, uh, Toys R Us, you can get a bunch of stuff for under 20 bucks and knock all those kids. And those are the things that they'd normally like the most. I'm talking remote control helicopters, $17.99. Yeah, they prefer that stuff. Yeah. I remember one time I got my niece like um this like princess kit which had like the plastic heels and the wands and the little like crowns and stuff. She ate that down. She loved it. It mm-hmm. was like 20 pounds. Right. Right. <laughs> nice. The days of spending four digits on Christmas gifts for people are over. It's it's off it. I do feel that maybe this is my cheap side coming out because I don't know, all of a sudden I'm thinking about retirement. Like Terry Cruz. 
Terry Crews. What does that mean? From in, uh, well, um, Chris. Everybody, everybody hates Chris. Oh, I was like, yeah, what's the reference? <laughs> I'm going to put a picture of him in my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> so every time you <laughs> they can make better decisions with your buddy. That yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm in this stage where I've been thinking a lot about, obviously, my, my family, my son's future, university, blah, blah, blah. But I've very much been in a place where I'm starting to think, well, if I'm buying this gift for your child and you're buying this gift for my child, why don't we just sit, keep our money? It, it, it seems Facts. so silly. Yeah, Fair. not here. Like, how about you guys come over and we'll we'll have some eggnog yeah. or something? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, make a rub cake buying for, for you and you buying for me. I don't know the capitalism. It's it's just got us in a place where look at look at what the world is now. Yeah, it's crazy out here. It's and the landfills are full of gifts that kids don't even play with. Fair. You Fair. you you. There's no place to put all the t-shirts from H and M. What? <laughs> Anywho, uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Save your money. Yeah, please do. Invest your money. <laughs> He's ready. This guy's ready to have a finance conversation. Uh, All right. If you guys know anything about me, you know I love a good F. Food, film, and funny. Okay. Sure. And first, we're going to go with a food version. So, have you guys heard of Keith Lee? Yeah, mm-hmm. I love so, him. So, Keith Lee, I don't know where he's based, but he's a food blogger. I've never... Food blogger, he's critic. He's from Vegas. Oh, he's from Vegas. He lives in Vegas, yeah. Okay. Ty knows everything about him. Honestly, I know everything about him. Quiz me, I get it. Yeah, I don't have no questions for you right now. Uh, but he recently was in Atlanta causing a ruckus in Atlanta. <laughs> so people in Atlanta, and as in people in Atlanta, we do mean black people, are upset at him because he left a bad review for a black restaurant. No, that's not true. People well, in Atlanta are not mad at him. The restaurant's mad at them. No, the one restaurant and the one Chad Ochocinco was mad at him. Fair, Chad Everybody Ochocinco. else in Atlanta, every other black person in Atlanta was screaming, go Keith Lee, tell them about themselves because they're trifling. Oh, because he's preaching. Oh. Yes. Oh, okay. See, I the got mixed pe- information. The black people loved him. So loved you him. get misinformation even about food critics. Interpretation, huh? man. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> but I did see Ochocinco was upset. And I think from what I got from the, his conversation with Shannon Sharp was, he feels as if you shouldn't criticize black businesses, basically. That was the impression. Am I yeah, wrong no, with that? That's literally what he was yeah. saying. Yeah. And listen, guys, you can't create something and provide a service for people right. and not give quality service to people and expect people to praise you still because you are a black run operation. Literally. Facts. Like you need to, we need to get past this. Because it's black. We love supporting black. And we get so disappointed and so upset when the thing we want to support doesn't feel like it's supporting us back. Literally. And I feel like that's what the issue is. So basically, let me just give a little thing. Yeah. So he does these food tours where he goes to different cities. And he does mom and pop shops. Some popular shops. White, black, Puerto Rican, Asian. He don't give a damn. He'll go to them, right? So he that's does a, it. That's a real foodie, dog. He does it to everyone. He does. <laughs> we don't just love black food. Literally. Like that shit, delicious. We want it. He recently did a thing where he just did all Palestinian-owned restaurants. Okay, a, nice. A tour in those as well. So basically, he went to Atlanta, and there's this place called the Real Milk and Honey. So he did a few reviews: the Real Milk and, Milk and Honey, and then Candy Birds Restaurant. Uh, old lady gang Both of them He was like I went to this place And then I came out With nothing All I'm right? so sorry To cut you off Old lady Old lady gang Gang Yeah G-A-N-G uh, O-L-G What Old lady gang O-L-G Gang Yeah 
Oh, it's called OLLG. It's called OLG, Old Lady Gang. That's Candy Burst from Real Housewives of Atlanta. There was an escape. That's her restaurant with her husband. Got you. Right, yeah. Based off his... She know where he Based off like her aunts and her mom and the old lady. Got you, got you. So it's like Southern food, right? Got you. So he was going there and he said that he couldn't get into the restaurants because he sent his sister or someone else to go and pick up the food right. or to book a, tea, uh, book a seat. When he went to Atlanta, they were basically saying you can't do calling orders. That was everywhere in Atlanta. Right. Mm. You can't do calling. You can't do call-ins. You can barely do pickups. You can only do dine-ins. Okay, that's weird. Odd. So he's like, he's that's what he's saying. So he was like, this is weird. Right. I go everywhere, but you can't do this. Everyone in Atlanta is like, yeah, tell them Keith, because what kind of foolishness is that? Da, 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 da. So then when he goes to the restaurant, they said to him, "There's you can't." They said to his sister, "We don't have space for you." The milk, the real milk and honey was meant to close at five o'clock, which again, weird time to close. But they closed. But when he went there, it was four o'clock. Doors were closed. They said to his sister, "We can't serve you. I'm so sorry." So obviously mm. when he tries to go in then they were like, oh no, we'll serve you. We'll serve uh, you. So he no, went, he did it to nah, prove a point nah. to record it and then was like, nah, that's all right. Mm. I appreciate that you would serve me, but it's okay. I just wanted to see if you would do it, right? right. So then he goes in, goes in his car and does his review where he says, I went to go get some food. They told me it was closed, even though on the website it says it closed at five o'clock, but then they didn't want to serve my sister. But when I came in, they said they would accommodate. I don't like that. No, that's not right. Fair. Right. Uh, OLG did the same thing but then basically the difference in the responses is OLG Candy came and was like I'm so sorry that we wasn't able to accommodate and I would love for you guys to dine with us but at the end of the day we don't do call-ins because it's wrapped around the block and the wait time is crazy and if we do call-ins it means the wait time will be longer we also don't do like it's going to be an hour because every Sunday people come off the church it's long so she explains it it's very annoying because she didn't obviously at the end of the day you were willing to accommodate him because he's a celebrity and you want it. But it's not right. Yeah. It's not right, but whatever. So he doesn't do special treatment just because he is yeah. who he is. But the real milk and honey did a whole little skit where they were like, Keith Lee, who? Who's he? Who's he? Who he? And then he was like, You trying to say who he who am I? But you wanted me to come to your restaurant, though. So all of Atlanta went in an uproar because of the way that they were reacting to that. Right. And then I guess Shannon, I guess Ocho knows the owner of Look at honey. So then he was like, so then he was like, you know how hard it is for black businesses to open up restaurants and da 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 da. So why would you come in here and criticize and potentially ruin someone's business as a small business, as a black business, da 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 da, and come in for Keith Lee after this man is literally saving people's businesses from having zero customers to customers around the block. He's done it all over the States. Mm. So he had a criticism for them, but yet you want to be doing the whole, we don't support black people when it comes to him. Chad Oshasinko, kiss my black ass. Whoa. How about that? Okay, God damn. damn. Because you don't like, even know. His sister, geez. his daughter, his daughter even was like, I don't rock with you, dad. And like cussed him about it. Okay. And then he had to come and apologize to Keith Lee. Which daughter? What, his, He's got like 15,000 Yeah, his, one of his oldest daughters. But he was like, at the end of the day, <laughs> if you don't know what someone is doing for the community, don't speak on them right. with such absoluteness. Yeah. When really reactive. you have no idea what this man has done. And he is help so many mm-hmm. but i'm so sorry the the customer service was shit so mm-hmm. we're gonna say it because the customer service is shouting that feel black yeah and, and sorry but the thing is as an organization to go with the defensive response is like bro you're not a person you're an entity right apologize let them know you're gonna do better and say hey we want to make it up in this and this way be professional but in general um opposite to ocho single's point 
as black people, you're not above criticism. No. Literally. You Especially know? if we want equality. You, you, we, if you're not doing... And it's not we complaining as black people to, about other black businesses that don't serve as white because we're like, oh, we just got to bring black people down because whatever, we just hate our own. It's like, no, we want y'all to do well. So we're giving you this feedback so you can do better. better. Right? Exactly. Because we, I want to go to a black restaurant and get that delicious food, Southern food, whatever, from y'all. Right. As a matter of fact, I'm one of those people... This is going to sound bad. I want those people when I'm looking for a recipe online and I see a picture of a white person, I don't use that recipe. Period. Because <laughs> what do you know? And what you do see, you know? When it's a black person on the picture, I'm like, this shit about to be fire. Period. I'm using this Period. one. Period. Yes. Yeah. So don't don't come with that. It's it's very, uh, what's the word of it? It's a bit entitled, I guess, yeah. to a degree. Yeah. And it's childish to be like, oh, we're above criticism. They were so sassy. Uh And one side note I wanted to ask you guys. There's this, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but there's this understanding that in, I'll say Caribbean, but typically Jamaican restaurants, the more attitude, the worse the customer service, (laughs) the better the food's going to be. And I'm resisting that notion wholeheartedly. I hate it. I hate yeah. going to support people who I know have good food and you're getting shit customer service and that's supposed to be part of the experience. I'm not with it. I think I the reason why people say that is because most of the time, the ones that are like authentically Caribbean mm-hmm. are the ones with the attitude. And sometimes the ones that give like white, quote unquote, good customer services are the ones that like white owned white run and stuff right. like that so it kind of just gives like not authentic I but say isn't that, that a bad narrative it is, to have it's a very bad narrative to have and my favorite Caribbean restaurant in the UK the one that was near my house I think it's even gone now which is a shame the woman who ran it was such a sweetheart and I, she was young as well and she was so sweet mm. um so I like having good conversations with the people that run do you know what's so funny though in Keith Lee's tour in Atlanta the customer service, the one that got the highest customer service rating was the Jamaican restaurant. Absolutely. Well so done. That's how, how you about know, that? Well done. That's how you know everyone else was shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. Honestly, it's, that's it's how you sucks. know everyone else was shit. It does suck though, because for me, I love food. You know, as I said, I love a good effing food is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that people are going to take that out of context. Um, no, th- sure. we took it in the context that we knew that's what you meant, which is why you said it twice. Okay. <laughs> you was trying to be... I was, I was being clever. You know what I'm saying? It's called innovation. It. I, it. Nasty. I mean, I didn't look at y'all, but I saw the faces like, what the, where is this going? Nasty. And then when I said what I said, y'all was like, okay, nah, I'm talking about food. Calm, calm yourself. Calm yourself. I, look, I didn't got sidetracked. I done forgot my point. <laughs> uh, shit, what was I saying? Something about restaurants. You like food. Oh, that's what I was saying. I love food. But when I go into a place and I'm excited, especially if I'm like hungry mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, I really wanted this Jamaican food or I wanted me some goat roti. Right. 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 And I go into the mm-hmm. spot and then I just get attitude. Yo, I am no longer hungry. Bro, like I'm here to spend my money. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with that. This ain't a food bank. <laughs> no. <laughs> like for real. He's <laughs> giving away the oxtail. Like for, for real. Like, oh and it's not even cheap as well. So that comes no, not cheap. Yo, it's not cheap. You're charging me $23 for the ox to, and I get attitude also? I don't get free what, what pieces. What pisses me off is that if I go to the steakhouse or the what, you name it, you get black servers and they're always polite and accommodating That's and true. personable. So it's not like we're incapable of this, no. but this trope that we're supposed no. to be rude for, for good food. But what annoys me the most is I feel like they are only disrespectful and rude 
to black people. Right. Because when a white right. person comes into that same Caribbean restaurant, Hello, how you literally, doing? what would you like? Also, you should taste this, you should try this, da, 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 and they're so sweet to them. Mm. That's even in the Caribbean, okay? Mm. The other thing you for me, there, though. You go there, they'll treat you shit, but the white person they'll treat with so much love. Yeah, mm. the other thing for me, though, is like, I live downtown, and if I want good black food, I can't usually get that from downtown. Of course not. I got to travel somewhere else. And then you're telling me I got to travel an hour to get to this place on subway, right? Then I got to deal with your attitude after I traveled all the way out here <laughs> yeah. to pay, spend my money for your delicious food. Mm. Nah, fam, I'd rather just go get the um, Loblaws version of jerk chicken and, mm. and call it a day. You mm. know what I mean? Because at least I, I ain't got to deal with all of that and I ain't got to travel that far. So like, basically what we saying is do better, Black people. The ones that no, aren't, do, the ones that aren't doing well, do get over do your attitude. And as 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 business owners, y'all need to be going in there and doing some secret shopper business because the attitude that some of your 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 staff is given, you have to understand, Jamaican food, West Indian cultural food in Canada is not some anomaly Yo, anymore. That's you true. guys are not few and far between, and I there are. There are so many restaurants where I will never go back. I will never give you any of my money before because your cashiers stink. Yo, mm. let me tell you this story. Yeah? It's not even my story to tell, but I'm going to tell the story. So my friend um, was going away, right? And she had like a leaving party. And she wanted some Caribbean food to cater this, <laughs> to cater this party. Mm -hmm. So in she tried to order it online. It wasn't working online. So she called them mm -hmm. to make the order. Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh, can we have da -da -da -da? the person took the order? She, they were like, okay, come pick up at four o'clock. She's like, okay, cool. She gets there at four o'clock. They're like, we don't have your order. She was like, what do you mean? I called. She's like, I didn't even place it online. I called someone and they said it would be ready. They were like, who was it? Come to find out that the person who actually picked up the order, we actually know them. <laughs> were they invited to the party? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you big dummy. Uh... Um, but then she had to like obviously go through some mix up, mix up. So it's just like one, we even know you. So the fact that we know you and you're moving bad like this, that means that if you, this is how you treat your regular customers, you need to fix oh up. My gosh. But the food yeah. was exquisite. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Food is yeah. exquisite. Yeah. The food was so fucking good. Mm. It was such a shame. But I was just like, nah, that is actually wild. And if it wasn't for the fact that we knew that person mm. to call and rectify the situation, mm. we would have had a full blown party with no food. Right, mm. right, right. Ty, right. you just gotta do like you always do. And bring the bring the chicken instead of the charcuterie <laughs> to the charcuterie board. Yeah. Oh my god, I did that too. Bring me. I'm so bring, sorry, bring but if someone says to you, obviously someone said it was. Possibly. They did say it was. I'm on your side. They did say it was but a it wine and cheese night, yeah. But I genuinely that was two weeks ago. So then, obviously, the day before, you don't remind me it's a wine and cheese night, and you say to bring meat. I'm a black person. I'm thinking bring real meat. So I'm going to Johnny B's again. Fucking but, but to be fair, Ty, <laughs> meat is is very vague. Like right. you didn't have to specifically get chicken. I would have brought yeah, no, black I could, like, chicken too. I would have got chicken. <laughs> I could have got wings. Yeah. I could have got well, chicken is wings, but I could have got were, like as you ribs. were in here eating prosciutto before I, we started. And also, I and also I am the or person salami. who knows, like, is known for bringing meats to the Christmas dinner. So that's my role is the meat. Mm -hmm. It's like a turkey, ham, a rib, a pork roast. Like, uh, that is me. Mm -hmm. So when someone says bring meat, I'm thinking, what do I need to make? But then I was like, I can't be able to make anything like ribs. So I'm just going buy. And then it wasn't until I got there, I was like, oh my God, yeah, this is fancy wine and cheese uh, night. Uh, I was meant to bring salami. Wine and cheese and chicken. Yeah. Yeah, and, can I say, and the chicken, mind right? you, the 
the box got waxed off of and there was still some yeah. prosciutto and, and, yeah. and salami enough. left over. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. So two things Period. from uh, uh, hearing about this Keith Lee story. A, I didn't realize Keith Lee was young. Yeah. How young is he? I don't I think know. He's I, just, he I think he's like, like 30 now. I thought he was like in his mid-40s. Oh. No, he's oh, okay. like 30... Like just recently turned. But he's like, young and young they, presenting too. I, yeah. I think he's an old man. Sorry, dude, you gotta ask Ty all of these questions because she knows everything about yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he's, he's twenty-seven. Oh, he's a former MMA fighter. Yeah. But, oh, he's twenty-seven. It's like it, that's what I'm saying. That's not what I thought he looked like. I thought he was an older dude. No, 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 no. no. He's he's only twenty-seven. Yeah, former yeah. MMA fighter. Good, but uh, oh. yeah, good, good, good. This good. is Keithley. Is when you know when people always say that like. Why do we make these people famous? Like they're a disgrace. We're making all of these wretched people that discredit this disgracing the black community and blah 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 blah. He is one of the few times I feel like we made the right person famous. Mm. He mm. is so God fearing. He loves on his wife, loves on his kids. He's married. Yeah, he's married. Yeah, he is a wife. My dude, man. Yeah, black. Yeah. Two kids now cute um he's such a good man he's a good man savannah a good man i literally i love keith lee and he's he literally pours into so many different people when he was living in vegas they used to have like this vegas right well yeah i think he lives in vegas but when he lived in this a complex that he like was living in before now he's famous he moved out right but he used to have like this neighbor who was old and had like Mm alzheimer's so he would like go and like help him with her shopping and like make check to make sure she was okay and stuff and like before he left he went and like knocked on the door to be like i'm leaving obviously don't remember him but she was just like oh and the woman was just like oh i love you baby like thank you god will bless you just pouring life into him because she just knew that he was a good person like i just i love him okay and sorry one final thing uh for all my uk people have you heard well okay let me preface by saying i think this is the greatest youtube channel on the planet i think this young man is so funny he's so fresh i think his content is just the shit and naturally i think it's all of this because this is the first of that type that i've seen have you heard of the pengus munch no no yo that breda is the funniest guy going. I think, yo. Is that like a mukbang channel or huh? a food review channel? It's a, a chicken shop review channel. Oh, there's so, wait. Oh, wait, no. There was this guy called um, Chicken Connoisseur. Yeah, Pengus Munch. Is That's that... the name of his channel, but he's the chicken connoisseur. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, of course. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the yeah, 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 I do know him. Oh, yeah, 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 yo, yeah. He's ready? the original. Before, what's her name? Oh, did, so he is the, before, before what's her name did chicken shop? Yeah, he's the original. Who's the other? Now, what? Y'all... How do y'all follow the auto chicken shit? So basically, he was the first one that was going around London. He was the first one that was good. Because obviously, there's a deb- so in the UK, mm-hmm. there, back in the day anyway, there was a debate on who, because we don't go KFC. You know how you guys have like KFC, no, you got Marley's. Popeyes and stuff like that? Right. Yeah. We have different chicken shops, right? Evidently. So like, yeah. there's like in South London, there's like Morley's and like um, in East London, there's Sam's and then there's like Chicken Cottage and um, Favourite Chicken. Like there's mm. all these different ones depending on the area right. that you're from. Like, people have like their boss man and their mm. type of chicken shops. So he first man. started, yeah. So he first started and was going and doing reviews, oh, so doing these chicken shop reviews, yeah. right? And then obviously, um, 
uh, Amelia comes in and does follow Marty, yeah. But she does who's it in Amelia? a Amelia. She's this white girl who's does chicken shop dates. So she goes to different chicken shops in the in London with celebrities. With celebrities oh, and that does the chick in, that had a uh, burner boy on yeah, there. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff? She, yeah, and yeah. she does awkward interviews. Oh, but and she okay. is funny. She is funny. It's short. It's short. It's, she does. A, I think as much as people don't like her. I like her. Mm-hmm. She is a diff- she's a mixture between the chicken connoisseur and like Funny Marco. Right. Right? Right. And from Very what I know right. is she was around before Funny Marco, but I don't know. I was in the States. So I don't know when Funny Marco was bubbling, mm-hmm. but I knew of her before I knew who Funny Marco was. So that was her lane. And I fucking love her. She's really sweet. Um, and she does funny content to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he is the original. Hilarious done, done. man. He's so funny. Yo, but he looks like a little boy, but he's actually grown. To tell you how real the man is, every episode he starts off with what kicks he has on. And that's one of my favorite parts because UK sneaker, excuse me, UK crep culture. Period. Different. Crep culture? Crep. Crepes. crepes trainers we call them trainers and crepes yeah like the pancakes like tr- no <laughs> we don't even call no <laughs> crepes like creeping like crepes like, like crepe can i get crepes. Have it brief let me tell you yo, like the man always has on a <laughs> sick air max like yo chicken connoisseur big ups to you brother i watch all your stuff like okay we're gonna post to this tweet Post his clip and tag him. Yeah, Shout out to him, yeah. though, for real. I got to watch it now. And now you, I want yo, some chicken. You'll enjoy his content. Listen, He's the UK funny, just man. pumps out quality content. And, and I need Toronto about, to get up on that lane, fam. Yeah, and the, the thing about the Amelia girl, why I do also enjoy her is that banter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's awkward as fuck, but she rappers. says funny shit. And also, she, as much as people are like, oh, she talks to black people, makes them eat chicken. Da, 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 da. She talks to everyone and right. makes them eat chicken. Right. Mind you, and also, like, again, we don't have Popeyes and we do have Casey, but no, no one eat there like that. We don't have Popeyes and all these things like that. So everyone goes to Bossman and gets chicken and chips, whether you're black, white, Chinese, Puerto Rican, or Asian, like right. everybody goes there. But so who don't relax. like chicken? That's what I'm saying. Have you yeah, ever met so, a group of people right. that's like, no, I don't right. eat chicken? Right. Exactly. Like, right. maybe you're a vegan and you don't eat chicken, yeah, but, but I've never met a vegan that was like, when I ate meat, I didn't like chicken. I didn't like chicken. Exactly. So if you don't want to racially profile yourselves and pigeonhole yourself, that's on you. But everybody eats fried chicken, man. Everybody. And yo, a lot of the Asian restaurants make really good fried chicken. And mind chicken. you, they're not yeah. even run by us. So stop gatekeeping. Word. Yeah. All right. What's next? Is you know it... no uh, Oh, yeah. okay. So we're going to get into a real dark and, di- dark and scary situation. We... Okay. So we'll do this really quickly because... <clears throat> I don't want to come up missing oh. when I come talk about this person. But P. Diddy, Puff Daddy, Puffy, Sean Diddy Combs has been, for real, has been <laughs> sued by Cassie. It's me and you now. Um, I've been his girlfriend, ex girlfriend of <laughs> hey, 10 years or even 11 years, I think it was, for sex trafficking. Um, sex trafficking sex yeah sex trafficking rape Jesus um Christ. physical and mental assault uh throughout their relationship serious charges um, yeah accusations uh, yeah mm-hmm. for real um and not only has that happened but now it's become a uh i guess a what's it domino effect because mm. now he has about three other lawsuits from different women 
basically saying the same thing that he would drug them, rape them, sex traffic them in terms of taking them to LA or different borders within the US, um, give them drugs and make them have sex with some of his influential friends or participate in orgies with him and his friends. So there's multiple women. Um, one of the recent cases that's coming out is uh, Jane Doe, who also said she was 17 when oh this happened. And there were pictures with her in the studio with him. Um, he apparently drugged her and rec- um, forced her into having a sexual encounter with him and another artist called Andre something. There are so many clips that have resurfaced of other celebrities talking about weird moments with Diddy, um, where they felt uncomfortable, where they saw Cassie being forced to do things that they didn't like. Azalea Banks, who we sometimes can't stand, but said that there was a time where he had to send Cassie away for three weeks because he beat her down so bad. Um, And then they showed pictures from her Instagram where she had a black eye and and a scrape on her face where she said that she fell when she went dirt bike riding. But at the same time, when the picture of her going riding, her face was like all wrapped up with like, you know, the scarves and stuff that they Mm -hmm. wear. So it was like, how did you get that when you was wrapped up like that? Mm -hmm. But apparently that's, you was forced to go away for that long because he beat you. Um, Allegations of him uh, blowing up Kid Cudi's car because there was a time. Blowing it up? Yeah, so. Oh my God. And Kid Cudi confirmed this. Did he? Are you sure? He actually confirmed this. A bomb? He actually confirmed it. So basically what it was, was Kid Cudi was allegedly interested in Cassie. They were talking. And when Diddy found out, um, he threatened to blow up his car. A week later, his car did blow up in his driveway. This was confirmed by um, Yo, Diddy's Kid Cudi. wilding like that? Yeah. Apparently, um, obviously, there are rumors that people feel like uh, Kim Porter and her dying suspiciously with... Um, oh, what did she die again of? Um, I forgot what she died of. But it was suspiciously, they were saying that it could be him because he is known for quote-unquote known for when he has these issues with people um them just mysteriously coming up dead um one of her ex-boyfriends that she started dating around about the time that she also left diddy has um apparently committed suicide they found him dead in his house with a gunshot wound to his head although people were saying like that's not like he was not in a place to die like Mm. to kill himself um another woman who had um allegations towards being physically abused by pdd was kamori simmons um, best friend as well as kim porter's best friend she also died of anomia what's it called again what's it when you is it pneumonia pneumonia that's it and that's what kim porter apparently died as well yeah and then when kim porter died and um um, i'll be sure came out and said that he thinks something's um suspicious he also ended up in hospital and was in a coma for three months because he also had anomia i'm sorry but this thing Whatever oh, they whoa, say, whoa, 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 who
Okay. It's giving. This man has the money and the power to okay. do it, Chad. I'm so sorry. Also, okay. there was There's this guy called more. Andrew. Andrew. Okay. What's his name? He used to work with him. Andre Harrell? Andre Harrell. Andre Harrell also died suspiciously. Huh? They had a breakup. They had a falling out. Oh, yeah, he He's good. People also say that he is the reason for the Biggie and the Tupac. And they actually said that both of them have been killed because of Diddy, not because of, you know what I mean? East Coast, West Coast. Yes, exactly. Really weird. The reason why recently he gave back every everyone his masters remember we spoke about him giving back his masters they said that they knew that this court case and all of this stuff was coming ah. so when they got back their masters he also made them sign ndas that they could not speak negatively on him or speak and <laughs> this man is wicked oh <laughs> I'm so sorry, yeah. I'm so sorry, yeah. And then this woman. Oh, there's more. Yes. Okay. So all of these things have happened. But we say this to say that when Kim Poor died, yeah, there was a there was a medium who said that she channeled Kim Poor. Now you would think that this wouldn't mean anything. However, she said she died how many years ago? Like three years ago, or something like four years ago. And when she channeled this person, like at the beginning of the year or last year. Yeah, 2022, last year. Um, she basically said that his demise will come in November 2023. All of these things are gonna happen, blah, 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 blah. Like she was saying that like Kim is doing her stuff up there to get for everyone to see the real man. He she apparently was meant to be writing a tell book, which is why she was killed. Okay. We that's what that's what people say. Anyway, this medium said da, 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 in November twenty twenty. Yeah, in tw- she was she channeled like psychic. Yeah, she channeled Kim Porter. And I say this in quotations uh, and said okay. that. Hold on, she said that in twenty. This is this was a year ago. She said in twenty twenty three in November all of these things are going to come out to, for him. In November, Cassie did this right, and since then. All of these other things are coming out. Not only are these people suing him, but they're suing his companies, which mean they have to let him go because obviously insurance would say, you have to pay these people off and we need to get rid of you because mm-hmm. otherwise the whole companies can crumble, right? Right. So he's going to be left with nothing. I didn't know half of that. I heard that Cassie made allegations and Diddy paid. I didn't know any of this other stuff. That's crazy. She was basically saying that when she was 19, she was drugged, beaten, um, sexually abused, forced to have sex with male prostitutes while he watched. Because obviously people say that he's a bit. There's a few people. There's a few people that said that he's gay, right? Even, you know, Jay Versace, the guy that used to do the videos on Vine, and now he's a producer. No. he He put on Twitter one time that, uh, did he fucked him over that big bed that D, did he um, has? Jesus Christ. So all of these things have been coming out. So anyway, God so she said that damn. he, and he used to drug her and take her from different places to Mexico oh, and blah, blah, blah. And this forced, guy? Yeah. And would force and. I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah from Vine. He's so cute. He's actually no, a really good producer now. Really yeah. big. Um, He did some work on Scissor's last album as well. Grammy okay. nominated. Um, So yeah, like all of these things are coming to light. And the thing about it is there's been bubblings about Diddy and the things that he would do for decades. And I feel like it gives what R. Kelly, what people used to say about R. Kelly, people used to say all this time and nobody wanted to do anything because he was so powerful. Diddy to me is powerful enough that all of these things that people are saying could be true. Mm. I'm almost 80% sure that those so things you're are 79 <laughs> sorry all right i am 80 i'm 80 you know what i am i am 80 i'm i'm 90 
100% sure that most of the things that people are saying about this man, he 100% did. This you, you, you're not sure. You believe it. I believe. 90%. I you're believe. not 90% sure I'm, that it's Okay, true. I 90%, 90% believe that what these people are saying, what Cassie experienced is true. Because even young jock... In a Vlad interview, how said, many people you about to mention? Like, this is why I'm trying to say that it's real. I think people just think all these allegations. They read the little thing. Cassie did this, and then she settled, and blah 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 blah. Like people think it's just like a money grab. He's trying to say it's a money grab, no. but but it's all of these people are saying these things. There's no smoke without fire, and even um. Uh, what's his name? Young Jock did an interview with Vlad again before all of this stuff happened and they resurfaced this interview where he said that basically did he saw some white woman with her hair shaved and then was like, you're going to do that. And she looked visibly scared. I'm like, well, if he tells me to do, I have to do it. And made this girl shave her hair off. Now, mind you, it became the biggest style in, this, in the world and everyone's like shaving their hair and it was like, you know, a big thing. But he made her do it. Okay, I don't, I don't have no comment. Ty, I got I got nothing for you. Yeah, this me is neither. all I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm taking it in. I had no idea about all this alleged stuff. Yeah, me neither. Guys, hey, blowing up cars. That's yeah, that, that's, that's wild. And then trafficking, and then yeah. giving women drugs, and all. Dude, yeah. Wow. You see that? I mean, some of the stuff. stuff some some of the stuff. Man. Actually, I have no comment. I I got nothing. I had I no, no idea. Comment. Why do you have no comment? Speak. Because I don't have no comment. But you had something to say, so say it. You scurred. No, I did. It's kind of sound like you got. Are oh, you doing Joe Budden? Are you scurred? What? What is? I don't know. The, I don't understand. Joe Budden didn't want to speak on it because he was scared. He was like, "What if he does all these things that people say?" Yo, if Joe Budden's scared, then I'm. <laughs> Joe Budden. Is That's enough signed. for me. Joe Budden has a contract with Revolt. That is why. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know about any of these allegations, and also, I, I mean. There is a possibility for these things to be true. There's a possibility for these things not to be true. I'm not saying I'm picking sides, right? Mm-hmm. Don't. I'm just saying that um, it is hard for to 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 um, for me. And this I don't obviously I don't follow on any of this stuff. And I'm <laughs> I like that me and JC are like in the same boat today though because usually it's like JC knows about it and I don't know nothing about nothing because I don't. Be following celebrity lives. I don't care about what they do in their life. You know what I'm saying? To be completely honest with you. But it, when you have resources, which is money, and you have status, and you have social status, you have the ability to do certain things that people of regular stature, like us here on this podcast, can't do or would not even think to do, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um so it's hard for me to comment on a lot of these things, especially when it's like people, people make speculations, people put, put imaginary dots together. Not saying this is the case, but it can be, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to stay 50 feet away because I don't know. And when I don't know, I stay away. I drink my water and mind my business mm-hmm. because... But it is unfortunate that this is something that is, uh, it's, it's, it's unfortunate in general when you have people that abuse their power, basically. You know what I mean? And that tends to happen to, it, it, with a lot of men in general, historically, mm-hmm. men have abused their power to get what they want from people forcefully. Mm. And it is something that has 
been detrimental to us, to a society, to us a people. And it's been very bad for us as black people, for sure, to have people that take advantage of our women, our people to gain whatever their objectives are. We don't know what their objectives are. But, um, yeah, I've said more than I wanted to say. Yeah. Um, pray, pray, thoughts and prayers to all the yeah. victims. If this is true, then Fry's ass. I'm hoping it's not true because I just hope no one would have to actually live through uh, go through that something like that yeah. in life but if this is true bro you gotta pay yeah yeah under the jail but the thing about it under is, the jail yeah he needs to go to prison he needs to be in prison like oh kelly the 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 problem of this thing is as well is people were saying like why did she file a um civil suit and not a criminal suit it's a process probably yeah criminal because one it was um the statute of limitations was off then they got extension for you to to be able to file civilly, but not criminally. Mm-hmm. And that was ending at the end of this, that, that whole extension for adult victims, it was extended until the end of this year, which is why we're seeing now a bunch of, of these cases come up all of a sudden because the um, extension that they gave ends the end of this year. Mm. So that's why they're, they're coming out with this stuff. Also, um, the reason why as well is because she was basically saying that like some of the people that he has influence over are very powerful figures. Mm-hmm. So yes, I could take it to court, but he has the power to close the court, close the files, which means that everyday people might not be able to read. Cause when you, cause when she filed, you, if you go and read that doc of all of the things that he has done to her or things that she's saying that he has done to her, it is Wild, but, but how and are people crazy. getting these files? Aren't these supposed to be no? It's public record, yeah. Freedom it's public record, it's public record. Oh, civil suits are public, public record, record yeah. And and even okay. so, even criminal ones are less the person files, so you can you can file under like Jane Doe, John Doe, and mm-hmm. have it discreet. But she did it publicly. But with how do names. people find out? This is where I'm confused. It's like, how did people, I guess, is the courts people find out that Cassie even. Because they'll sit, know her name, right? And there's, it's everyday human beings who are handling the paperwork. And they will right? sell it so, to TMZ, you know, yeah. for some money. Yeah, because because I just <laughs> feel like the only way to get this attention, like, um, you know how many people file suits? You know what I mean? In, in a day? But, like, it's like, okay, Cassie filed a suit. And it's like, how did you get this information? And but, I think so the people I, in I the LA's it, and the New York's, they, they, I feel like the people that work there, work there with an agenda. They know uh, that bro, people... This so shit, they're, they're I don't want to get names. famous. But here's the, <laughs> For real. I do not want to get famous. Bro, be famous, but just... just don't be Dude, a fucking creep. Be no, it don't matter though. No, because bro, Denzel. I mean, been, Denzel been around forever. No, yeah. period. And that's what I'm saying. This is for now. Thing. Like we no, don't know. No, no, for no, now, no, no, no. Wait, here's the thing. wait till next of year. All Shit. the things said about Will Smith, and no one can say he's a monster. That's what I'm saying. Agreed. You but know what I'm saying? I'm like, just saying. I just don't like. I just hate. For me, like, and you guys know my career path. I'm a talented ass nigga, right? So. <laughs> You were saying, but I just, the things that come with fame, a lot of good, right? It just seems the bad outweighs the good sometimes. You know what I mean? Even, even as a general, sorry, even as a, as a, as a, um, as a person not doing terrible things is what yeah. I'm saying. I'm just saying a, per, a good spirited human person doing good things in their life. They're doing music, they're doing movies or whatever, and they go live their life and they don't bother people. You know what I'm saying? It just feels like it's a lot of pressure to be perfect perfect yeah i'll I'll just i'll say this uh and this is very loose um idea i'm going with but like 
when I think, give me some, give me some talented black actors who have stayed out of the mix. Mahershala Ali, I love I'm, him. I'm thinking Mahershala Ali. I'm thinking um, Denzel, Sa- Samuel Samuel Morris, L. Jackson, yeah, yeah. Morris, Denzel, Morris Chestnut, Morris Chestnut. The point that I'm trying to make is what they all have in common is they got married, stayed married, and stayed the f out the I mix. See. Is Mahershala Ali married? I don't know, but I the point I'm trying to make is yeah. there are examples of people who have thriving careers who ain't caught up in. And this is why enough. with this whole oh, we're trying Fair to tear black men down, tear black men down. We're uh. not tearing down black men that are doing good for the community and not doing sh- fucked up shit. Nobody wanted to tear down Sean Diddy Combs, mm. uh, Mr. Love, who is building fucking schools and, you know, carrying the entertainment industry on his back. However, things have been bubbling for years, how he treats his artists, how he treats his women. Like all of these things have been bubbling for years. So this I- idea that we're trying to, te- people are trying to tear down black men. Mm-hmm. No, there's so many good black men out here that are doing their job and going home right. and living decent lives. And, and no, Nobody is talking about them. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I mm-hmm. fair enough. I just think that it, it's um. I don't be around no seventeen year old. So no, I, I don't even. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even know. Hard. It's that's another <laughs> thing. Like this has had nothing to do with Diddy uh-huh. in general, right? But sometimes when I'm finding guys our age that meet these young girls, I'm like, where? Where are you going that you would meet such you a young girl? Where and why? Like, like why are you what? To like the places we're hanging out. I wouldn't. I barely meet people under twenty five. Yeah. And when I do meet a twenty five year, I'm like, oh, that's shocking. You know, like, like, do you know how special a twenty two year old would have to be for me to maintain a conversation? Because no, no disrespect, no disrespect. This but even fair. even women like ten years younger than me, the things that they talk about, not even the things they talk about, the way they speak is so yeah. just. Yeah. I, I can't hang, bro. But it's because you want to do the control. He that's what he wanted to do. And also, I was gonna say every single one of his babe moms, even the Asian one, uh, Mish, Nisha, Nisha, whatever, sure. <coughs> the one that's um, anyway, she also yeah. said that he would beat her too. Okay, yeah, he's man. Beat all of them. Oh, poor right. children who have to right. listen to this. Can we find out if we're the what asshole? His, what his dad is. <laughs> yeah. His dad is a monster. Can, can we find out if we're the asshole? Because my soul can take any more. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, let, me read, let me read it. Where's, actually, can the, I read it? Who's got phone? Go uh, can I read it? I actually want to read it this time. Read it good? I just feel like y'all don't get a chance to hear my voice enough sometimes. So, like. Redman, that was said like time ago. Just, no one's saying I, that anymore. Hold on. Hold on. Let me finish. <laughs> I just want. I just want to put on my. Uh, Deep voice. All right, which one you want me to read? The first one or the second one? <laughs> which one you want me to read? First both, one. both. All right. All right. Anonymous. Bruh, I work 70 plus hours a week. And when I get home, she ain't never have anything for me to eat. Listen, she don't work. She had our baby eight months ago and she tells me that she and tells me that he keeps her busy and sometimes she'd be too tired to cook. And last week, I didn't spend $200 just on food alone. I've expressed my frustration, and it's going over her head. I can't kick her out. I came home yesterday, and the dish is still in the sink from Friday. I just need a home-cooked meal. I need to know, do a baby keep you from cooking and cleaning? <laughs> thoughts. <coughs> thoughts. Sorry, that's the thing. It says thoughts. Two question marks. Yes, you are an asshole. Um, <laughs> you're, you're, you're playing the world's tiniest violin. Like. You work 70 hours a week. Congratulations. You're a human being in 2023. You have an eight-month-old, so you know what I mean? She's still 
probably has fresh wounds from childbirth. <laughs> right. Right. Because as someone who's, see, who's been through childbirth, it's like, bro, that shit is not a joke. But if, if your, if your wife is raising your child and can't keep the house 100% clean and can't cook you food, then you're just going to have to man up and deal with it and do things like meal prep and make big, large pots of chili that'll last you three, four days. So you don't have to worry about that. If you're working 70 hours a week, stop on the way home and pick up some Popeyes for everybody. Like you got to figure it out, but I know people don't want to hear it, but even, even as a man, all the fathers out there know, bro, by the time you're done looking after your children to try to balance them and cook a meal, it's something that something's going to give. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every once in a while. And it's unfortunate that she can't cook for you all the time, but it's also very understandable she can't cook for you all the time. And for you to write in looking for advice, like, bro, you, you, he, sound, you sound lame as Man well. said, I can't kick her out. Can you imagine that's even, that's even, that's even a thought? The fact that that's even a thought is wild. Uh, is this his wife? Okay. It don't mm. matter. She she brought your kid so, into the world, fam. Like, fair where's enough. the grace? Yeah, um, I feel like I your child just started holding their neck up. Straight. She hasn't even she hasn't even had the baby out the womb longer than the baby was in the womb. Like, right. give her a fucking break. Like, yeah, and you're wow. working seventy hours, but she's working twenty four seven. Basically, mm-hmm. she it seems like she's the primary carer of this child, right. and it's not is difficult she could be dealing with postpartum all of these things it's not that she's lazy she might be depressed mm-hmm. you're outside and i don't think people understand that going outside and and as stressful and tiresome it is to be outside with a job you are having grown-up conversation with grown-ups mm-hmm. and you're outside <clears throat> she is probably in the house speaking to nobody but crying baby that is latched onto her, to her tits every other hour she is emotionally and physically drained mm-hmm. If she isn't, if the house is messy, mind you, he didn't say the house was messy. He just said there was dishes in the sink since Friday. If everything else is, is, seems to be functioning well, except for the fact that there's dishes in your sink and that you haven't, you have to cook or buy food, uh, $200 worth, like fucking great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm with the guy on this. You're with the guy? I'm fucking playing. I'm joking. Okay. I just what? Um, I just feel like, I don't, I don't feel bad for him if that makes it i feel i hate to say i'm not unempathetic i'm, I'm empathetic empathetic I, yeah. okay because i don't have any kids i don't have any uh i almost said women i don't have a girlfriend or a woman that has a child that i have a child with i feel like i would like more context of what else is going on because if the worst thing is that she's not cooking for you then like that don't sound too horrible to me like it don't sound like She's not cooking and she's, she's, she's complaining about everything. She's making you feel like shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, yeah, the, yeah. she's not making, and you just, the thing is you had to spend some money to buy some food. Like, dog, like, have you even asked her what's going on with her mm-hmm. and how she's doing after right. she's having an eight month year old and them, yo, kids are a lot of work. I know I haven't had any of my own, but I know what it's like to take care of children that are very young. And yeah, they require a lot of attention, oh, mainly because so they don't accidentally kill themselves. Exactly. Okay, <laughs> so you need to suck it up, bro, or you need to figure it out because if you ain't getting food from home for this little short amount of time, I think there are bigger issues at play here yeah. that you need to work through. And let me get toxic for a second. 
You're a man. Stop expressing yourself. Eat your feelings. <laughs> Shut your bitch ass up. If you don't have food and the dishes are not done, man up, swallow that, whatever you're feeling, and get it done. Part of being a man is doing what you don't want to do because it has to be done without any fanfare for it. She's pregnant. Oh, sorry, she she was pregnant. She had birth. If you have to do a little extra, well, guess what? This is just part of the package. You, it, it was all fun and fun when you were having sex and and and, and busting nuts. Well, this is the after part. You're lucky to have a healthy. I'm hoping, but you're lucky to have a healthy baby. And if the like Brendan was saying, if the meat of your problems are dirty dishes and you're coming home to or you're coming home to no food and you have to buy food, congratulations, because there are lots of people in the same situation, but their kid is very sick. Yeah. yeah. So you got you you got to you got to take your blessings. And and shut up. You could. You could. No one wants to hear that my wife ain't cooking. Yeah. Uh, eight months after. But she's literally. You could be working seventy hours and be a single father, and not have somebody to take care of your child right. while you're away. Can I so. kick her out? Yeah, oh. the wild. Can you yeah. imagine? Can I kick yeah. her out? You gotta man up, my boy. You gotta man I up. Agree. You got another one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I started so. to look good on camera. I ain't gonna lie. Hi. Hi, a week ago, I, 21 female, was arguing with my friend, 22 female. We were talking about what we like and what we don't like in our partner's appearance and characteristics. She's black, I'm white, and this is somehow relevant to the story. (laughs) So, we talked, and after some time, she said that if my partner is so annoying, I should hook up with her cousin. And I was stunned. One, I'm loyal to my boyfriend, and he's lovely, but sometimes he's just too much. And I want it to vent a little. I'm not going to cheat on this man. I love him. Two, I don't like black guys that way. I mean, I could appreciate someone's beauty, but it's just my preference. I told her these things, and she went wild on me. She cursed me out and said that I'm racist for not wanting to date a black man, and that I should be ashamed of myself. In her opinion, race isn't a preference. It shouldn't matter if someone is a different skin color. I think it's a matter of, uh, but I think it matters as much as someone is a redhead or has tattoos or has green eyes. Some mm. people like those things and others don't. I'm, I'm not into other races, girls, trans people, bodybuilders, but I see that everyone is be- beautiful in their own way. Mm. I can tell if another woman is pretty, but it doesn't mean that I would date her. I know some Asians that are handsome, but I'm not sexually interested in them. I tried okay. to explain that to her, but she doesn't listen. I just she just cursed me out more, and now I feel ha- now I feel horrible. Am I the asshole for not being attracted to black people? No, honestly, the black girl is the asshole. And is she racist? I don't think no, so. No, she's not oh, racist. Yeah. And, like, and the way she explained that in terms of like well it's written. the same. Yeah, exactly. It's the same as being like into redheads or not being into redheads, not being into bodybuilders, not being into this. Like she didn't say that all black people are ugly. She didn't say like, no, I don't want to date him because he's a thug and all of them wear right, cane rows right. and I don't like the name Tyrone. And I don't want to end up a single mom. Yeah, right. she didn't yeah. say yeah. any of that. She just said like that I, she just doesn't find black guys attractive and that is fine. fine. That is completely fine. But she also fine. said Asian and guys too. She uh, said yeah, she can and she also Asian is very much a white girl. So I also just think it's weird when people don't find their own attractive. Right. But when it's just like, Something that she's not in, like, it's not her own. Like, what is the problem with that? Well, also, we got to, I feel like us as a people, mm-hmm. we got to stop getting mad at other people and be quick to call racism. Yeah, that's racism. racism. Yeah. And getting angry and upset because somebody doesn't like something you like. Right. Like, it doesn't mean that they don't see them as an equal, so to speak, or yeah, whatever agreed. racism means. It just means that they're not attracted to 
whatever. You wouldn't say that to a black man that said they didn't like white women. No, we would definitely say that was self-hatred black And, and if, that is if wrong. There was a white, that is wrong. If there was a white girl who only dated black guys and she never dated uh, white men, that would be a problem too. Yeah. Yeah. You can't win, bro. It's, it's, it's when it's... What is it? It's a win-win, lose-lose, win-lose situation. You can't I guess. Catch win. twenty-two. Yeah, that's the word I'm trying My to look for. My good sister with an like, ER. You're yeah. a racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I think it's unfair to. We gotta stop because people don't like the things we like or think people don't have to like everything, right? Or be attracted to everything. Okay. There are some people. First of all, you saying that. As if there aren't black women, I'd be like, I could never date a black guy. I don't like white guys, blah, blah, blah. There's nothing wrong with that. That's race. That's not racist. It's just that you have a preference. And our preferences develop for different reasons. A lot of times where we grew up, she probably only grew up around white people. Just like you probably only grew up around black people. You tend to like that that preference more. And it's the same with like black people that live, grow up in white neighborhoods or white people that grew up in black neighborhoods. They probably tend to gravitate more towards the what they grew around. up around. Yeah. It has nothing to do with race. It just has to do with experience. And exposure. I'm so mad at you getting annoyed. Like, the, we're talking to the sister now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the fact that you're annoyed that your friend doesn't want to date your hypothetical, like, hypothetically date your cousin and that you're going to be shouting down racist and ruining a friendship over something that's hypothetical because she very much is in love with her man is dumb as fuck. Also, how are you going to be mad at her now for you're saying bitter. she don't like black people, but you also encourage her to cheat on her boyfriend. Like, that's a good thing as well. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like what, what? You're talking about moral. You want to stand you, on this something? This is why you cannot date 21 and 22-year-olds <laughs> like the girl sent the damn letter. Yeah, for the, real. The, their logic is just out the window. It's what gone. are you talking about? What do you mean? Hey, cheat on your boyfriend with my husband. Uh, or my cousin, cousin, excuse me, uh, husband, cousin, they rhyme. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you don't like black people? How dare you? You're telling me to cheat on my boyfriend. Yeah. With your co- and what is it about your cousin that just seems so available for somebody to cheat on? Y'all got some moral issues that y'all like, got to work through. That has nothing the, to do with race. Yeah, Father, studying on the wrong white, thing. Brother, white. Cousin, white. Favorite uncle, white. Godfather, white. I only like white guys. How could you? <laughs> Like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, like you guys gotta stop watering down the word racism because then the black people in the sixties who had the who had the fire the dog sicked on them, what yeah. did they go through? That was Literally, racism too? and right. I'm sick of it. Like, right. I know about? that obviously I don't want to be one I don't want to say I agree with these white people when mm-hmm. they're like, oh, you know, we just pull the race card for anything nowadays. But for real, some things I'm just like, it's not our fight. Like, why are we fighting for her to date black men? Like, why yeah. why would you wanna yeah. like why would you care? Like who cares? I, I think yeah. It's as I said, it's, it's weird behavior. It's you are not the asshole sister with the ER. Some people <laughs> just want to be upset, boy. Oh, the fake outrage is real. Yeah, yeah? I my British, you know what I'm saying. I'm trying, my bad. Oh, I apologize. I ignored it for a I apologize. Uh, I tried to ting. <laughs> I love that take. I'm yeah. not interested in men. Yep, you're a homophobe. <laughs> like that's literally. That's true. I don't want to take someone transgender. Oh, yeah, literally. Yeah. You're, you're transphobic. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, no. I don't like vegan food. Up, oh, you hate vegans. Literally, like, like it's ridiculous. Come on now. It's, it's a pre- it's, that is definitely a preference, we, especially when she is not even black. We now, if, the, if you was black, then you say all this stuff. Then I'll be like, oh. Mm. What's the undertone? That's a bit weird. Trauma. Yeah. yeah. It's but, well, trauma. No, yeah, I wouldn't say trauma. Like now, a black woman doesn't like black men? Again, as I said earlier, if you grew up around white people and that was the only options you had, then that, it can be a bit understandable that that is what you're attracted to the most when you grew up 
around white people. Mm, I still feel like that's weird, especially if um, you, if, yeah. unless you're adopted. But if you have family and you've that are of that mm. color, I think it's weird to me. I hear what you're saying. I hundred mm. percent hear what you're saying. But if I was a black person only raised around white people. Wouldn't I have more of an intrigue towards black people being as how I don't know any black people? I mean, because it all the only is... reason I wouldn't be interested in black people is because of some negative shit I heard about black people, which is probably no. It and then you want to be away like from said, the stereotype. It could be about your experience. Maybe you have had success with white women, and white women find themselves attracted to you, but then black women don't. Oh, like no, but that's the, some bullshit because that's like that's what, not bullshit. That's what what's his name said. What's his Who? name? Um, Michael B. Jordan. No, no, it was definitely what? not Michael B. Jordan. Barack Obama? No, that's not Barack. Barack Obama. Obama. No. Um, what was his name? It wasn't. Cha- <laughs> it was on. It was Chad Ochocinco was talking to another uh, football player, and he was saying that Malcolm X. No, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were about to say something legit. I forgot actually. his name. Is not Terry Terry Owen. Oh, Terrell, Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens. Yeah, yeah Terrell That's Owens. what Terrell oh, yeah. Owens was basically saying. That he was saying that when he grew up, he was dark and skinny and none of the black girls wanted to date him. So only white girls dated him when he got into the league, which is why he only dates white women. That's like why his preference has always been black women. But I just feel like really and truly black men need to get resilience. What does that like mean, that. resilience? No, no, no. I think that's an unfair. I no, say that to say because black women, unfair. black women, black no, 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 no. women, black women. No, the I, reason why I say that is because black women get done dirty by black men all the time, but we don't then say we're not going to date black men as a whole. But are those that are only options though? What do you mean? I don't. I. I think. I'm not. What am I saying? I, I don't think the resilience thing is is applicable to a degree, to be honest with you. I think that people respond based on their experience. If your experience is the women you want to like reject you all the time, but the women that like you aren't rejecting you, you gravitate towards what likes you. Like, I, to a degree. Mm-hmm. Is there some, maybe some therapy that's needed and some things that's that need all. to work Yeah, that's through? what we're that's saying. Fair, fair, yeah. fair. But I don't think that is, it's... It's like, emotional resilience. Men get brokenhearted and then afterwards they're like, that's my villain story. And then we treat women like shit afterwards. Or we, to- or we that- stop talking... That's not true. That's not true. I I know I can see examples. There are so of many. I, th- sorry, I'm, 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 like but black, I don't want to generalize even, it. That's not even I a black. That's not even a, a black men thing. It, it's yeah. not a black men thing. Right, I just right, think right. it's it's a it's a man thing. It's a sure. man thing. I think men get emotionally bruised, stunted, hurt by women. And it cuts so deep that then they feel like they can't do, they can't love again, they can't give again, they can't da da da, and they want to go, they want to go against, they want to go to something on the other extreme of what that was, so that it can't feel the same. Whereas women, how often does that happen? Listen, how many men? I don't believe that you're saying that. Okay, I believe that as a black man and as a person who knows a lot of black men who has had many conversations with black men, I don't think is there a percentage. Yes, possibly. Is that a large percentage? I don't think it's a large percentage. As a black woman who sleeps with black men, who knows black men, who has friends with black men, who have has family that are black men, and have spoken to them, also seen the way that in which they then start treating other women and start speaking treating other women. So is yours other than your experience? No, no, no. I'm saying so generally. Yours, yeah, but I'm saying so is what you're saying board. other no, than your not. experience. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, so literally, 
that's what it seems to be. And I'm not no. saying it's not just black men. I think that is a male issue in general. And I think that when it comes to now having to do the healing and the work, it's only recently that men are starting to do that in terms of being able to fix whatever's going on and start going to to not, you know. There are many reasons for that. Be though. negative. Whereas black with women, we get hurt over and over and over and over again but we still continue yeah but i just open, i just feel like to love we have we to acknowledge the shut reasons. down a whole race for it we have to acknowledge the reasons for why that is right men are more going to therapy and getting healing for emotional distress and things like that because now it's a cool thing to do it's an okay thing for us to do yeah that is not something that used to be an okay thing or something that was even considered to be a manly thing to do to show any emotion, show any vulnerability, things okay. like that. You know, women have always been able to be, you know, you stub your toe, you cry. Oh, you're a princess still. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But man, we stub your toe. You but know, oh. that, wait, I'm not saying that that's not true, but what's that got to do with the facts are the facts? How you, what I'm trying to say is now you're but learning to work through it and stuff like that. things that lead to those facts. That's okay. what I'm saying. No, those are how you fix those facts. What? When something goes wrong and now you do therapy to work, to improve them, to get better, that is a fix to the problem or the cause that's already happened, right? What I'm trying to say is you guys, the way in which you, you navigate, guys. the way you navigate your emotions is there's not enough emotional resilience because certain things will happen when it comes to when it comes to dating that will then have such a negative connotation or look towards your future when it comes to relationships, how you speak, treat women, how you speak to women, who you date. Whereas women will be hurt just as much or go through the same thing, but they're not pigeonhole a whole group of individuals based on their experience. That's not true. You hear women complain about men all the time based they on the date one man. The same I hear what Ty's saying. I hear what Redmond's saying. Ty, you're absolutely right that in there are so many examples of men getting hurt when they're 14, and then at 34, they're making life decisions based on that hurt that they experienced 20 years ago. To what Redmond's also saying is that it is brand new for men to feel safe to talk about, yo, this girl broke my heart. That is new for us. Mm -hmm. Be only because um, I remember growing up, not only did I, do I feel, and maybe I did have the opportunity, but I definitely didn't feel like I had the men in my corner where I could be like, hey, Uncle Lincoln, hey, Uncle Clayton, hey, Uncle Bernard, this girl broke my heart and I don't know what to do with what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. Because and even if I did say that to them, them as West Indian men, I don't even know as awesome and well intentioned. I don't even know if they would have the words to help me. But I hundred percent agree. With if you. I was brave enough to bring that to any one of my aunts, mm -hmm. they would have fixed it. So but I didn't know that bringing that pain to to anybody was an issue for but me. But the thing as a that boy. is, I'm not saying what the, what you're saying and what Redmond's saying is wrong. No, 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 no. But no. what I'm trying to say is Redmond is saying as if what I'm saying is wrong based on what he's saying. No, but I'm, I'm not saying what you're saying is true. wrong. <laughs> that is just the growth, the hindsight, mm. the now we're in 2023 mm. based on some of those things that are what I'm saying. Right. What I'm saying is so logical and true that now people are going to getting therapy because it's right. a problem. That is what I'm trying to say. And what I will say about, about but it's T.O., a thing. 
is um it's just on a on a 2023 level and mindset it's still a little bit ridiculous not ridiculous because i don't want to minimize but it's unfortunate that something that happened to you growing up is still affecting you as a grown yeah. man because there's such an opportunity for you to let go of but it makes sense it makes sense therapy for it good it, no it <laughs> makes sense okay at least he's going to therapy but like I guarantee you, ten years ago, he wouldn't even have that conversation. No, you know what I'm saying? Because it's even because like, it was just, popular just, to hate on black just, women. <sighs> I'm I'm, okay, no, sorry, I take, I will, ta- I will retract that. No, but that was also very true. But also, I will retract that statement. There are, I will retract that statement. But I don't think Tio hated black women. I don't want to put that out there because uh, on his show, I believe that Tio's agent, business manager, or some sort of professional dealings he has is two black women. Okay, yeah, I think in general. I don't like us grouping people together and saying all men this or even all women. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times, yeah, men, we're not dealing with the emotions correctly. But if I'm 15 and I go to a, a male, a person who's a male uh, influence in my home or whatever, and I say, hey, I just broke up or this girl broke my heart. This ex would happen. Blah, 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 blah. What do I do? A lot of times the response was, you tripping over a bitch, bro? Yeah. You tripping over a girl? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, okay. Well, I'm not going to fix that. Right. I'm going to continue and figure and just do what I'm doing and see what happens. And then now we're getting to the state where it's like, yo, man, we can talk to our male homies about, yo, I'm dealing with this girl, this, that, and the other. And it's like, yo, I get you, bro. Bro, check this out. You know, I went through this too. We're getting to that level of, we can talk about these things. And a lot of us black men, the men that are getting the healing done, not saying generally, we can talk to each other and be more vulnerable and feel comfortable uh, with that. And that's just in the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. Because when I was 20, 15, 20, I didn't trust telling nobody about some girl that I was feeling and then this didn't happen and this, that. You know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't going to be something to be productive. So I'm saying, like, when it comes to emotional resiliency, you don't, we don't have those building blocks growing up to be emotionally resilient and take the work and do the work and get the therapy until now. Mm-hmm. That's my point. That's all I had to say. Just just with this last, uh, this last exchange here, it was good conversation, but... I'm I'm trying to figure out how we as black people, we as men and women get into a place where Ty can have her opinion. And I'm not saying it's about you because it's about me too, but Ty can have her opinion and I don't feel like I'm being poked at and vice versa where I have my opinion and Ty doesn't feel like she's being poked at mm-hmm. because overall, I feel like it stunts the conversation where if Ty is expressing herself, why do I feel like I have to defend all men when she's not talking about me. And I'm not saying that's what you were doing. I'm saying, why do I feel that way? I think that's, do you know what's so funny is, I feel like that is the, people say that there's this like gender wars happening on social media, especially. It does. It definitely feels like that. But at the same time, I feel like you guys talk about, even in this, um, this back and forth that we just had, uh, how women have been able to benefit from having conversations with other women to learn from each other, to gossip, 
to share conversation and di- dialogue <laughs> and that helps us grow right mm. we've created this space where we are able to do that right so w- here are women now opening i guess opening the kitchen table to have said dialogue with men around what we believe might be some of the issues are facing us in our communities in terms of like what we might have expectations or what we think there are things that maybe men are lacking on or what could be detrimental for the black community or what we're saying we hear you say you want but then your actions may be different but as soon as we say that it does come across as like oh we're coming after black men or we're being bitter or we're speaking down on and it always just seems like we're always coming from a negative place when we're just speaking as said experiences or we're actually asking like why go on with that like you say you want generational wealth but then you say you don't want to marry a woman who has makes so and so amount of money or has this many degrees and you don't, don't care about degrees you don't care about all the things that we thought that were like important we don't want a ratchet girl who's a gold digger but then okay we got degrees now we're trying to get married and da, da, da. we don't want you either so it's like huh? it's all of these things that these are mm-hmm. the conversations that we're having on social that always just seems like a a battle but actually it's us trying to have said conversations, but then it's always perceived as negative to like what you're saying. I I guess I think that uh maybe I guess a lot of men, and not saying that's me, mm-hmm. um, because my my thought is always to give a different perspective, not to I'm just a devil's advocate. I ain't gonna lie, that's part of my personality. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of times it just, it does, if you're talking about social media people, it does feel like each other are just attacking each other. And it's not a discourse to like help create a conversation and grow from it. It's just uh, another, I guess a lot of men can feel like it's just women saying men suck and then men saying women suck. And then because the the loud, sorry, the loudest voices often are the uneducated ones who don't have nuanced mm, conversation. They're the, all men are trash types. Right. But, and I, I pr- sorry, I promise you that I'm not trying to do that same gender war shit, but sometimes it does feel like when men talk about fears of women who don't love you, they're truly just after your money and what you can provide. Oftentimes it's the same thing where there are women defending women who they're not even like. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I definitely think that... Um, How can we all get yeah, away from that Yeah, and shit? I think right. I 100% agree with that. There are some times where I'm just like, you're batting for this girl and her circumstances that truly don't even align with your morals, but you just don't want mm. her to be wrong, which I can, right. I agree. And mm. I agree. And I have definitely been guilty of that sometimes. Mm. Um, but I also feel like um, the issue is, is because we get the conversation never continues Mm -hmm. we never get to finish the conversation we never get to really round it out so just in this example um with me and redmond Mm -hmm. i said what i was saying about the resilience redmond said oh but it's because we did it in therapy and then we didn't get to the point where i was like oh no i agree with you but it's just Mm -hmm. that you're talking about the out you're talking about the end when i'm i'm you're on six but i'm still i'm talking about two but then you did the whole 
da 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 da, and then we was able to get to that end. Right. There's never. JC's the only adult you, on the podcast. You, yeah, honestly, I told you, adapt me, adapt me, adapt me. Because honestly, because I feel like that is the issue. Right. I feel like a lot of time I'm having, I'm watching some of these talks and I'm seeing this back and forth. And actually, many times, both sides are saying similar things, but they're just. Nobody's at, listening to each but other. But yeah, and yeah. we're also just at different points of the conversation. Right. You're talking about within dating, you're talking about what it would be when we're like committed and having kids and yeah. stuff like that. But she's talking about this and we're talking about where we want to be in five years. But they're just like, oh, but like, how am I meant to know if she's a gold digger because, you know, she's trying to make me pay the first date and right, she's right. just like, but what about when we have kids and family? Can you he... can't afford that. Yeah. And like, do you know what I mean? So we're just like, um, we're just, we're just talking about oh, the, having God. the same conversation, but just at two different yeah. But points. do you all feel like it's very, no it's very difficult. No so often we're not listening yeah. yeah we're not listening to each other we're trying we're to be right our turn to yeah. yeah we're yeah. trying to be right but i do i do think that there is is there's problems with both sides like 100 i don't subscribe with the to the the red pill and the, i don't even know what these concepts mean right yeah. and sometimes oh, yeah. i hear these men and sometimes the first thing they'll say you'll be like okay i can agree with that and then they go to the deep end, and I was like, bro, you lost me, dog. Mm -hmm. Like, now you're just saying that all of these, like, what are these? Because it's like, I meet quality women all the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Things don't work out, but it wasn't because these women were after my money, or right. they only wanted me, or I needed to make a certain amount of money. It's just that, that just happens. You know what I'm saying? But when I hear stuff on the podcast, and I'm just like, all right, this again, now... Now there's an argument and nobody's listening to him. The woman's not listening to the guy. He made a good point, but she don't care. The woman made a good point to him, but he don't care because now he's mad and it's just back and forth, back and forth. Everybody yeah. adding in their feelings. It's triggers, triggers, triggers. I definitely think I'm growing in that aspect because I definitely feel like, and this is not a male versus woman thing. I think this is just me and my character in general. I was quite defensive. And in that situation, like we were talking about, that girl that's like pulling the black card and stuff like that. Yeah. I definitely do think that there are times when women have these um, back and forth dialogues with men and it's, it's very much like we're going to bat for the women regardless. Like we're going to go down with this burning ship right. just for the sake of going around <laughs> with this burning ship. Um, and I will say that I'm going to say something that's so blasphemy to many women. Let's go. On this, I want to hear it. On this, Hold on. And I, I'm going to mute our mics. I'm being dead serious, yeah? <laughs> mute, mute because Jesse, if yeah. you listen to this podcast like probably a year ago there's a particular person that you said that you actually enjoy his content okay and uh, i was like absolutely not kevin samuels yeah yeah and recently i've been on tiktok <laughs> just do the tiktok is, is I'm doing teaching you everything yeah, I'm, honestly I'm and i feel like because also i was it, it really depends on what goes viral mm -hmm. and what i've realized what goes viral on instagram is normally days later Mm. on what is actually bubbling on mm -hmm. the surface and mm -hmm. where the initial content is. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I've been watching some Kevin Samuel videos. The, what? And uh, this nigga, <laughs> <laughs> he was right a lot of Let's go! And I say Woo! this to say, that we the things that i do think well, hold on i think i say back. this to say that um the videos and clips that went viral mm -hmm. a lot of times was him uh, 
quote unquote attacking black women, right? right? right. But there were many other episodes with men. Of many. Yeah. Oh, he. He lit was, up some men. He was lit up some men, and some of them. I was just like, "Nigga, off, like, why are you?" I, part of me was like, "Why are you calling this man?" You know what he's gonna say? What do you mean you're living at home with your mom with his sisters, and you're talking about being a high value? But you, you are Rihanna? not. You are not high value man. Yeah. She is not gold digger. What gold do you have? And he was saying that to them, yeah. and there were conversations. They were like, you know women in their 30s with three kids and da 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 and them saying like I can get a man that's da 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 and he'd be like no honey and I know again old me that was just like who are you to say that she can't <laughs> get what she wants why can't she get what she wants but it's just be realistically baby girl like yeah you need to be realistic and as someone who is in their 30s now um and I don't have kids, but even just being in your thirties, in terms of the type of men that you want and the caliber of men that you want, when there are twenty-year-old girls, as much as we're saying like, oh, there's our bl- there are men that are like, I wouldn't date a twenty-year-old. There are many a men. Oh yeah, yeah. that oh, are yeah. in their thirties sure. yeah, yeah. that sure. are doing well for themselves mm-hmm. that would prefer to have a twenty-year-old young girl or 25 year old young girl that does not want to be hooking up with my 31 year old ass mm-hmm. right and that's just realistic right. sometimes baby the truth motherfucking hurts mm. and i feel like we need to just hear it mm-hmm. yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. do you yeah. know what i mean there are some things to be like oh yeah there are you know differences where there's like there are men that like he's like oh you know you're a bit thicker so therefore the men that you want might not want you a hundred percent there are men that love thicker girls right here a hundred percent that yeah exactly mm. so there are anomalies in situations but if we're being realistic if we're being realistic with the grand scheme of things especially when you're talking about i want a man that's six five i want a man that makes over 200k i want a man that, da, 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 da. if we're gonna go down those men small percentage of them will then want etc cetera, etc cetera. Yeah, exactly. yeah, things too yeah, exactly so yeah, yeah, yeah. i feel like of my grown woman shit now that i'm seeing a, a bit more of some of his work and also now that i'm just like i've also followed these other like another woman called ashley ashley diana or diana or something like that yeah mm-hmm. she also does um similar style content around but she, with women and talk about the way that you dress and where you present yourself and stuff like that. Um, and she's basically kind of saying similar things that this man said, but I feel like sometimes also it's not what you say, it's his delivery. Yeah. And sometimes the delivery, delivery is wild. I so I the also feel like that was the issue as well with yeah. him is sometimes but I'm just like, I get what you're saying, but you are a dickhead you're for the way that you've just up. said that. <laughs> and then he's just locking off the phone on them. And I think it's very rude. After <laughs> this person has just spilt their nah, emotions to you. The and they inter- just but give me the entertainment. I will say, <laughs> that's why he does it because it it was giving him the clicks and the views right. mm. so i say this to say r.i.p to that man because oh. <laughs> that's really sad it's really sad because i feel like you know um but then also the, you know he did some of sometimes people talk but they don't walk the walk on what they talk okay mm-hmm. but then that also doesn't ma- mean that they're not aware of the things they the say day, it's yeah. almost like when people say don't take married advice from people that are single mm-hmm. don't take parenting advice from people that don't have kids mm-hmm. mm, yeah to an extent mm-hmm. but sometimes the outside looking in right. gives a good means that you yeah. can have perspective 
also me having failed relationships, etc., means I could give you right. perspective of not what to do to be in my position. Right. So maybe he per se wasn't a high value man when he died underneath a thicker girl that he said was not wanted by many men. I don't know, but maybe he wasn't talking about himself. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Maybe mm. the bar that he had wasn't one that he knew he wasn't too. Just because he was wearing suits doesn't mean that he said that he was living to the said standards, you know? Yeah. For, so I don't know. For the sake of this conversation, I'm not talking to Mike, sorry. The, sorry, for the, face, for the sake of this conversation, <clears throat> I'm not going to debate the last part. But what I can sincerely appreciate is that a, the understanding that out it, take away all of the 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 pizzazz and all the stuff and all the extras he threw on it. Yeah. There is some morsel of 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 truth, truth. or education yeah. you could pull from what he said. And also, um he was dishing it out evenly. It's yeah, just when true. he was batting up dudes, no one gave a shit. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden I'm like. Hold on, my boy Kevin Samuels is like an internet sensation now? What? Mm. Oh, because he called the girl a four. Oh, shit. Ooh, and then yeah. every, all of my female friends knew his name. Like, how the fuck do you know Kevin Samuels? Yeah. Oh, I see what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that uh, that is a that is true. But it's good for the growth, mm-hmm. Ty. And I, I think that's the whole concept that I've had to learn as well. <gasps> because you want to say something? Hold my it, God, please. I'll Hold say it. after. Um. You know, it, it does. It can get into a, a space as a man where you're experiencing these things. Just, just dating. Like I think the issue I have is like I'm not very tall, right? And then you hear this: he's got to be tall. He's got to be tall. He's got to be tall. He's got. He's got to be tall. Do you hear me? <laughs> tall. You're like, all right. But he's also got to be funny. And it's like, well, I got one of the two. Like, well, he got to be tall first. Then and you're like, yeah. all right. Well, I guess, you know, and it can make a lot of men feel like, and I think we talked about this mm-hmm. a bit. It can make you feel like, well, am I going to be good enough to actually find this woman yeah. that values me for the things I can actually provide? Mm-hmm. And, you know, not those superficial things because high, as much as you can desire, it, it is a superficial thing and it doesn't necessarily translate to like maybe all the other humanistic things you want in a partner. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just trying to find those those women that listen, you got to find what works for you. There are women that like you for you. There are men that are going to like you for you, the good qualities and stop listening to all these people that are generalizing men and women into the same box that like the same thing and want the same thing and have this. Like not every woman (laughs) wants to take all of your money. No, not every woman wants you to pay for everything. Not every woman is having these expectations. There are women that have the expectations of, if I can at least get X, Y, Z, I'm good to build and support and we can make something great. Mm-hmm. So that's all I got to say to that. I, I just, the last thing I'll say. Yeah. The last thing I'll say is one thing I'm noticing about social media is a lot of time it's one-sided speaking points mm-hmm. and there's a lot less conversation. And the beautiful thing about podcasts, long form conversation where Red can get out his point. Ty can get out their point. If we just can maybe not be this exaggerative, but if we can get to a place where before Red says anything, say, I love and respect women. Boom, lay out your point. Mm. Ty says, I love and respect men. Oh my God, Boom, we are literally in therapy. Point. That's what therapy says. <laughs> when they're talking about when they do couples therapy, that's what they say. You got to sandwich it. 
You got a sandwich. Yeah, sandwich. <laughs> Fair enough. Good. What is it? Good thing, bad thing, good thing. Yes. Yeah. That's a management technique too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that was great. I just want to say that next year when we get on the pod, I, as someone who is very anti-interracial relationships, next year I am going to open up my hinge. There you go. Hey. And we will be on the chronicles of my dating relationship. My let's dating thing. Yeah, we, we can. Let's, we'll, let's, we'll do updates. Monthly, you know, okay. we'll you know what we should do? A fun little thing is like, we should review the men and women we come across on our hinge. Oh my God, should we do that? <laughs> oh my God, Redman, let's do that. Let's no do one that. needs that more than me. Yeah, it would be so funny. I don't like, have options. Like, yeah, that's why you, you will yeah. see. Yo, it would be funny. You would, that would be so you funny. You see the ridiculousness of like both sides. Yeah, like, I also, yeah. Mm. Yeah, let's do that. And also my final point, just to say this as well, yeah. I've also realized that as women, we talk about men wildly. But if they talk about us the way that we talk about them, we Rah. will be vexed and Rah. fire oh them God. brimstone after them. Because some of I'm the so things I've right seen... Now people say in the comments because you know what's so funny is what you know what's so funny is you know what you were saying in terms of like clipping because we're even where um we're guilty of doing that Mm -hmm. do you remember that time when we did that um we did the clip about going through your instagram and then there was that girl that was in the comments that was just like well let us speak then oh yeah why why you ask her the question and validate her yeah yeah yeah. and i was just thinking like that's just the clip child if you listen to the whole thing like (laughs) you know but that was that's that's, that's the impression, though. That's what it gives. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Okay, like, if this... you just look at our clips, like, Redman's an arsehole. <laughs> but that's not... That's Redman. not... That's not who he is. Right, right. Yo, I'm so happy. This is the happiest I'm ever going to leave on but the this podcast. This don't feel real. This, I, I know. I need to go pitch myself, you know. Tysha, about to... Kevin Samuel. <laughs> Honestly, it's actually so wild. I was like... When, I, when it came on my TikTok I was like I am not watching this man but then when he watched it obviously he was talking to a man I started laughing so I was like let me read much more and I was like oh my god like yeah. I agree with everything you said even some of the women that popped up I was like girl I'm not trying to be mad mm. I'm not trying to be mean or anything but come on now like girl you got like four kids like <laughs> you're right like girl yeah, yeah. be realistic <laughs> Four kids. I'm sorry. Three baby daddies. It's hard out here for us. So yeah. it's definitely harder for you. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm just like, it just yeah. is real. Like, it's just, yeah. we can't be Delulu forever, guys. We have no. to be realistic. Y'all own property and shit is land, just wild. All right. Let's wrap it up. This was amazing. Absolutely. Uh, thank you guys for listening. For this. Uh, 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 uh. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for listening. To this podcast, this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. You can follow me on Instagram, Jokes on Red. I'm also on uh, TikTok. And yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Ty Noel. And that is it. Ty Noel. You can follow me on Instagram at uh, The Hovington Post. And I thought Nicole had a oh. book for me. Oh my God, read. I forgot. Yeah, I need to actually. I was, oh, so I don't have to cuss Nicole. No, she okay. a, no, she actually did tell me what okay. it was. Okay. I just forgot. Okay. And also like, I just haven't told you, but I will definitely get that book. Cause she, did, she really Hi. did. Um, Hi, Nicole. Yeah, honestly, guys. If you want to give me book recommendation, listen, I'm not hating. This is not a hater session. It's just that I, because I, <laughs> honestly, it, it's just that I appreciate what you provide for us. And I just want, that growth as well. It's not for us. <laughs> <laughs> like what? It's for me. Um, peace. Yeah, just peace. Peace Bye. in the Middle East. For real. For real.